I feel like the most important element of any podcast is hearing about people's technical difficulties. We didn't have technical difficulties. Yeah, well, <laughs> henceforth, why this is already a failed podcast in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, maybe we should begin by telling the listeners mm. and you what the name of the podcast is. <laughs> because I thought up a great name for this earlier today and no. I didn't tell you because I was busting. Here's what we assume. We just have to assume... I know it via, via psychic abilities. Thus, we will say it at the same time. <laughs> okay, I'll do three, two, one, set. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Lockdown. I'm in the room radio through one square. Okay, yeah, you're just fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I checked because I was like, surely someone has made a podcast that's called Lockdown Under. Oh. And it, that no answers no. Yeah. And then <laughs> I did the brilliant move and. So this will be the podcast start. So people listening to the podcast will already be able to see this. Mm. I made a, um, I made a banner for it. <laughs> it is just a uh, uh, free image of a kangaroo I found, and then I used paint to shittily cut out the mask. And then I, I really wanted magenta for the words for some reason. Just I like set the it magenta. Off. Yeah. I don't. I mean. I don't think a kangaroo is going to be able to adhere to the other social distancing requirements for make a mask helpful. Well, that's why I have to wear the mask, because it's like... Well, but a mask isn't going to help if you're just banging everyone like a kangaroo would. Nah. A kangaroo also, like, mm-hmm. might breathe on people, then the mask will help. They also always punch people. Like, mostly other kangaroos now. I think about it, it's not... And you, when you go and hang well, out. Well, in tech, and it punches people a lot, but that's because it's a boxing Yeah, kangaroo. true. My only issue with the title is I hate it when people refer to Australia as down under. I know, but and I don't mainly enjoy because it Australians never do. That's my yeah, favorite. and I don't enjoy it either. But the pun is so good, and mm. I was so shocked that no one else was using that. Mm. And then I thought of a kangaroo wearing a mask, which was just too genius. So and now the reason why it's funny. For the listeners, the reason why it's funny is we have accidentally locked ourselves in a safe and now, so now battling no, out for no. a podcast. With a, with a uh, kangaroo <laughs> punching us constantly. No, the kangaroo's a surgeon. So <laughs> That's why they're wearing a surgical mask. I think we should start, I think we should start episode one. So... At one, series one at one. South Australia went into a... Six day total lockdown today. Yes. At midnight this morning. Well, okay. I guess technically. Um, I think midnight is yesterday. Because people say midnight tonight, so probably <clears throat> midnight yesterday night. Um, and we're not allowed. Like we are literally right out of our houses, but we're not allowed like off the property for any reason other than like vital medical care or getting medicine or food. Mm. Um, Alcohol counts. So I literally. <laughs> said to Aiden, I said to you this morning, oh, well, there's one thing I feel like as millennials we should mm, do. Mm. And what did you say? Uh, make a podcast. Yeah, well, you both immediately now, knew where is, we were. It's because it's the height of a millennial movie. Yeah. There's not... There's I nothing mean, more about it. People aged 25 to 35, it's, it's the most common thing between all of those people. And so I read that I mean, there are you know, some in the developed world, I suppose, apartment blocks that want to attract young professionals, and they have podcast studios in the apartment block. 
like everyone who lives there can rent out time in a podcast studio. That's, how That's much pretty cool. A millennial thing. I, I would actually. That would make me go. It would be in that apartment. So we're committing to daily podcasts for the six days of lockdown, and then after that, yeah. possibly more. Who knows? You look already like you don't want this level of commitment, what? and you're, you're oh no no no, you're forced uh, to commit to it by the government. No no no, uh, yeah, uh, Stephen Marshall just forced, <laughs> forced me into it. I don't, know, I don't know what he wanted podcast. me to do. It's like, I know Stephen Marshall. Uh, oh, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. <laughs> I know I watch, you're busy right now, but I appreciate yeah, the listen. I watch his press conference every day, and he does start it off talking about how important it is for Australians to get out there and podcast. Obviously, he's going to shout out the podcast next press conference. I mean, I'll be personally disappointed if, yeah. if not. Um, no, no, I have no problem Locked committing down under. to anything. I'm a very committed person. You I kind of are. Anyway. Would be, I would happily commit myself to any... I'm committing to not editing this podcast, because I really think it should be avant-garde and law. And not because I both can't edit and now, bothered. Now, here's the important thing about avant-garde. We learned what it means recently because we are le France. But we're not, but we learned some French. Yeah. Now, it means vanguard, right? Which is like at the front. Yeah, of The an forefront army. of yeah. an army. So, the fact that we are not editing, we are at the front of the battle against editing. Yeah, That's what edit. that means. Yeah, yeah, don't edit. Think about it. What does every fan like on a DVD... Yep. Release. It's it's a deleted scene. Deleted scenes and behind the scenes material. Yep. And yep. if you just never edit, all of the deleted scenes from behind the scenes it's are already in there. Special features inherent mm, yeah. to the product. Think it, of our podcast no, no. as having inherently special features. We have already put them back in for you for the director's yeah, cut. Yeah, there you are. You're welcome. Exactly. Yeah. Despite the fact the director's cut is oftentimes just also just a second cut made yeah. by the director. Well, it's just do another one, isn't it? It's just let's release the film again. Well, I did think we should talk about, like, what we normally do in our lives. So, like, yes. I'm Kristen. Yes. I'm a researcher. That is what you normally do. You say, you say I'm Kristen at people. I actually do a lot for my yeah? job. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm a researcher and a data scientist, and I work at a government-owned um, statistics and research company in Adelaide. And so, normally, pre-COVID, mm. I would be working in the office every day of the week. Um but since COVID, we've been working from home more. Um, so that's been, nine, what, nine months? Yeah. Eight months. And then we were transitioning. Before this, we were transitioning back to the office. So mm-hmm. I was doing two days in the office every week. And now, obviously, I'm, our entire office of 100 people is working from home. Some would argue they should have been already. Yeah. Well, I like working from home, so it's not so bad for yeah. me. But your job, you can't do. Yes. That was a throw. That was a great segue. No, I was trying to think of how to phrase everything. You're so a I work. I work. I, I do ABA therapy. So you have to be next to children to teach them life skills. Yeah. And thus, I have noticed that. About they, it's almost in. It's almost the I, first step to teaching anyone life I skills. I tried to set up my own competing um, <laughs> child therapy for your business. Did you? By calling them on the phone and yelling down the phone at them to like eat their vegetables and go to yeah. bed on time, now, and it didn't work. <laughs> I was shocked. I've never taught those two specific skills, but it, I can imagine it wouldn't work out very well. Super Nanny as a show, I, I've never seen work when you just sort of <laughs> yells at people with a microphone. No, so are we, I don't know what the state will be. I've been working face to face even since COVID started in March. I took a month off and then just started again. 
but I don't know what we're going to do. Because you it found looks out like you're at work when you found out. I was out. at a school when I found out. So I found out. <laughs> Tell me how you found from, out. This is a, I was in the classroom, right? Uh, first of all, when I got into the school and signed into the like thingy, they were like, uh, we're definitely going to be shut tomorrow oh. <laughs> because all the SA schools, we just heard from Department of Education. Oh, they got advance warning. Basically, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, advance warning like 20 minutes yeah, before yeah. Stephen Marshall told everyone. Yeah. Um, and then, so I was just hanging out, trying to focus on my job at all, which was very difficult. Yeah. And then a few of the SSOs, uh, one of the SSOs got some, like, he, he had just finished talking or something. Um, and then they showed me the thing that he said that the, the six day quarantine yeah. didn't happen. Um, and then I was like, all right, because I didn't know, I don't know how much of what any of it meant for my work. Because you could theorize, so, the, so even during like COVID and stuff, because of how important your work is to like yeah. helping children, not just like build new life skills, but cope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you work with yeah. a lot of autistic children and developmentally disabled children. And yeah. It's just, it's really useful for them to have contact with you. Yeah. And, I, and last time when there were restrictions, I mean, there are, there were still all the whole time, but we didn't get shut down. Yeah. So I wasn't sure the exact what was going to go on. Yeah. Um, and that was annoying because I was like, well, I would rather it be forcibly shut down because I don't want to make the decision to... Yeah. And then it's a whole thing and then, yeah. And so then your boss made the call? Uh, well, I mean, we had to because that was... Schools were shut, was, I guess. Yeah, I think it was just... We didn't fall under the umbrella of stuff that was allowed to be open still. Yeah. Um, but I, And that makes sense because we're a for-profit therapy that isn't like yeah, it, it makes sense to show. You're like... You're it's like, also the, the definition of an organisation that would be a disaster for an epidemiologist to think about. Yeah, because you pretty much go into schools and into clients' homes. Yeah, it's a bunch of people going all everywhere and then getting coughed on by children, so... Yeah. I mean, luckily, it's not... COVID's not too bad with children, so it's not... So you pretty much, like, drove home from work that day knowing you were going to shut down. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I saw the, the message on, on our, like... Uh, social media because when so the way I found out was I was at home that day it was my roster day in the office but I had decided to stay at home because we're in the northern suburbs and that's where the worst outbreak yeah, yeah, was yeah. so I had decided to stay at home until we had more clarity about hotspots in the north and if there were any areas like that I had been that would mean I needed to quarantine or get tested um, and then like it must have been literally like five or ten minutes after he had announced this stuff. Mm. Um, and my friend who lives in Victoria, and of course they're just coming out of the lockdown, messaged me and said, oh, like, how are you guys? You were right. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, and and because, like, my, our family, um, so we're brother and sister and our parents live, like, one minute walk away. And I was like, yeah, like, we're only meeting outside now, you know, we're not going near each other, but we are still, like, meeting up. And she was like, oh, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. And I was like, what? Because at that point, I was going to go back into the office on Thursday because we had a, um event we were doing, like a webinar we were doing. Yeah. So at that point, I was still planning to go back into the office on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I think it really came as a shock to me that they would do something so drastic. I was I was happy about it. I was happy, but I was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised. I um, was well. Yeah, well, I mean, in the morning I was at I was at work because usually I go to home or school. I don't go into work very much. I was at work, and I was then we were you know planning stuff to do next, <laughs> and it was like oh, all right, well, 
that's going to be interesting because last time we we sort of shut down kind of we were doing web stuff we were doing remote stuff with zoom and everything but as of right now we don't know what we're going to do because if we're only shut down for six days there's no point shifting everything yeah across um but yeah no yeah i was just working and it was like all right i was totally fine i was gonna do my last session but then it got cancelled because it was you know people don't want to do it so it's fair enough um, I thought I was And then interested. I spent the rest of the day making sure I had everything I needed to be fine. So we did, like, we didn't go out and panic buy mm. or anything. I was already no, doing no. the shopping that night, so I yeah. just bought extras. But, like I said... There was no point to do that anyway. We lived so close to, like, our parents, and we're over there, or they're over here every, every day, pretty much. So, mm. like, that bubble was already going to be cross-contaminated. So we went over there and spent hours like we wouldn't normally on, on a monday night mm. right like trying Wednesday. to get those last oh yeah yeah <laughs> um trying to get those last like droplets of of interaction and yeah contact yeah. and like that was that was quite weird even though we knew it was a short lockdown and like it would start to open back up again and like we could at least start Most to like walking yeah. by each other's houses and like yeah hi um in the meantime, but I was. I think it's interesting to decide six days, and I understand. I think it's based on like the average incubation period, sort of like it's a middle ground between yeah. all the different things you're trying to balance out. It just seems to me weird to not do a week, ten days, two weeks, so rather than just six the days. The CMO, the Chief Medical Officer in South Australia. This is the woman that you see on the press conferences yeah. a bunch. Yeah. Who you don't think is as exciting or dynamic. No, she just... She's just sort of helpful and effective. I don't remember her name. It might be Susan, but then... Shout out to the CMO of South Australia. No, no, I think she's fine. I think she's... Susan someone. Honestly, I think I'm so... Because I was watching the Dan Andrews press conferences in Victoria. Yeah, I think I'm so used to that. I think it's just weird to watch one that's not them. Like, because just because she has a slightly different personality and yeah. tone of speaking. It's like when you see Law and Order Los Angeles and you're like, this just yeah. doesn't add up. It's just a weird. Yeah. But so she was saying it's not about a full incubation. It's generational for contact mm. tracing because yep. every day is a new generation. And they're, yep. they're actually like credit, full credit ahead of the game. So they're tracing, I think, the fifth generation from the epicenter of yep. like the security guard who they think that's how yep. it got out um, or the cleaner or whatever. Um, and the six days is because it's two days for a full generational train chain. Mm. So you'll have three full generations that have been stopped by the six days. So they're yep. fully ahead of all the wow. contact tracing. Mm. And I think to their credit, I think it's very intelligent to go very hard but give a very clear and short end date. Yeah, people are fine sticking in their house yeah. for six days, knowing like, what happened in Victoria and yeah. being able to be, like, to have enough time to think about it and prepare for it and then do it. Yeah. I don't think anyone has a problem being at their house for six days when they were forced to do, like, it, it's not It's understandable. It's and you can same. cope, particularly because yeah. there's that end date. It's like a sh- like an annoying holiday. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like, like, a, it's it's like an annoying enough ho- like an annoying well, holiday to be And so with. we'll probably talk more about this as the week goes on, but the big difference between us is you're at home, you're literally not doing one single jot of work. 
Yeah, you, I, well, currently like, I'm not sure. You don't even have paperwork yeah. to do without clients no. doing things no. and coming in and out. Um, I'm and too I'm, much of a peon below to do. Theoretically, that. I'm working full time business as usual. Like, mm. our, our projects roll on, like, you know, you've got to get stuff out. Um, we're working on some COVID related research at the moment, like, that's mm. super critical. We're supposed to be finishing up and presenting it, um, like, giving it to government as soon as possible like you know we're all working really hard and I think that that's interesting I think I'd almost rather be in your position mm. because I have to just sort of keep going and not to say like my company and the people in my company are really nice and they're understanding yeah. and like our managing director sent out a directive of like you know we're going to work with you and we understand like I'm, I'm in a better place and I've got lots of colleagues who have kids and it's all of a sudden two young children yeah. in the house yeah. well how are you supposed to work yeah, I think I think overwhelmingly the biggest fundamental shift that it causes is having to deal with your children a lot, which yeah. I think just which points is, out the issues with how our society is structured around schools. But you which know. is why what shocked me the most was that he was shutting schools down, like yeah. of everything. Yeah, that's yeah. what shocked me the most. Um, which, I, look, I I agree yeah. with the decision hundred percent, which I hate to you know obviously I'm a young person. You don't want to support wing, this. So I don't generally agree with anything Marshall does, but well I, I have think, to agree. I don't. I think generally speaking, this whole crisis has revealed that on both sides of the political spectrum in this country, they generally just listen to the medical advice and do it. Yeah, which is. Delightfully refreshing compared yeah, to other elements to of the world. Yeah, full credit to them for that, because that hasn't happened in yeah other areas. But I think and there's been general squabbles about stuff, but that's always going to be the yeah. case in an emergency. So I think that's interesting. Like that will be interesting about how we both relate to it. I think it's. I think it is emblematic of how society will be split down that middle as well. There's plenty of people on a certain socioeconomic status who have the kind of job that will be stopped. And then there's the top half of the kinds of jobs that people have. That means they'll have a lot of disposable income that they're not spending on things that they would spend it on, but are still working the same amount. Yeah. Where you're just getting stuff delivered or, you know, you're doing stuff. You're trying to figure out the stuff to do with that money compared to... And I think, I don't know, I listen to lots of hobby podcasts like Magic or and stuff like that. And people still buy Magic the Gathering cards or they, they buy those luxury goods to just mm. look at and experience because what else are you going to do? Mm. Like you're not going to go to a club or eat a nice dinner or something like that. Yeah. I think actually one of the other big differences between both what we're going through now compared to what we went through. Because SA had a small scale lockdown mm. at the beginning of coronavirus. It wasn't... Yep nearly as harsh but it and was, it was also sort of people self-enforced it right yeah but like they sort of decided yeah. to well, like lose my my company it. said right everyone worked from home for yeah like i think we did yeah. three or four weeks of work from home and you know like people it was it was not as harsh but the other thing was takeaways were still going on then so yeah. you would do yeah. uber and like yeah all the money that i would normally have spent either going out to eat or getting a coffee or you know like that's mm. I mean, well, I guess what I'm saying is that it's uh, making me more rich. But, I think, but I think so. I think it's also a good contrast. Like I'm, 
I'm both still able to work and therefore still able to draw my salary. Mm. You're a casual worker, so this lockdown, you're not getting any money. I uh, they'll sort something out because that's yeah, but like, like you're yeah, not not to the extent I would normally. You're a good example of the type of person that the, yeah, the uh, financially for. strained relatively. Yeah, yeah, because like that's it, all your work, and it's not that your work isn't particularly important or critical. It's not like no. oh, you can't work as a. Like, I don't want to denigrate any profession, but it's not, oh, like, oh, unfortunately, like, you can't work in a nail salon. Like, I'm not saying that that's not a, a useful not job. Legitimate, yeah. But I think people ignore that that's different to child behavioural therapy. Yeah, I think um, there's, there's the perspective of, okay, we want to make sure that these things that we need at the end of this are still there and people can still do the job, right? Yeah. That's the general goal of job seeker. Like, like... The economic plan of, well, we can't just get rid of this stuff. It's not that that has become an obsolete profession. Yeah. It's that it is currently unable to be practiced. Yeah. And so that's, that's interesting. I so, mean, it's, you know. We should probably wrap up soon. So what did you do today? Day one, what did you do? Well, I got my computer back now because we moved recently. Um, well, recently-ish. I hadn't, I hadn't set up my gaming operations because we're still doing renovations in the area we were planning to put it. Um, but before, they didn't let me. You literally walked in the door. So lockdown been announced. Uh, yeah. You walked in the door. I said, oh, did you hear? And you said, yeah. And then you like went to your room, put some stuff down, came back out and said, oh, I'm going over to get my computer. Yeah. Like that was the one yeah, thing. Yeah. Like other people went out, like even like our father went out to like one of the booze shops, booze shops where you can drive through yeah. so it's relatively sanitized. Because yeah. people were like queuing there. You're you like, oh, I'm going to get my computer. Yeah, well, because I, I mean, to be honest, it's, it was the social element, right? Because there's plenty of stuff that I do with other people because um, I play tabletop games and, and X-Wing and miniatures games mm, and stuff. Mm. And there's things along those same lines that I can do on the computer like that means it takes that up, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, while we've got, a, we've got a couple of uh, uh, people I can do those things with who are more or are less busy now than they would be before as well because of lockdown. So. Yeah, so like... Um uh, we've got another brother who works um, at a circus training centre for children, well, children and adults, but children. mainly young children. So as soon as schools get shut Bam. down, they're shut down. I mean, they were shut down before that, though. They weren't even shut down on Wednesday. Was I was under, I was pretty sure they were shut down before that. Yeah, I think they were making um, the moves, but then this yeah. is like, nah, like, yeah, that's yeah. it. And they won't start up again at the end of the six days. So like... Nobody's yeah. sure what's going to come at the end of the six days. We've been promised we'll start having like, oh, you can have an hour outside for a walk Recess or something. It. But it definitely won't be places like kinder gyms and play facilities opening, no, which is no. like more what he works I, at. I, us personally, I think, I think um, the best approach would probably be to just stop the because we have a premises, but. If you if you just stop the premises operations mm. and do remote because supervisors still need to look at what we do, but I think the supervisor would, can just do remote stuff to see what we do, and then mm. we would have to be doing face to face stuff at people's houses mm. and at, limit, at a minimum, and then limit the number of people housed. Yeah, limit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I it's tricky, but like. It's, it's like another type again like my work hasn't stopped at all because it's completely online mm. profession like I can do it on my computer at home yeah we have to have people like the problem is 
at the moment there's no IT people in the office and so if something goes on with the hardware, <laughs> mm. um, that's a problem. Mm. You're in a profession that you're like, you're locked down now, but you're relatively confident that once schools start up again, you'll probably start to go back yeah, to work. Yeah, yeah. And then, so we've got another brother who, yeah, like that's more of like a kinder gym type, mm. like um, sports not, operation. It's not that's the not thing we start up immediately. First, yeah. So he's looking down the barrel of like weeks and weeks, possibly months of either shutdown or limited operations yeah. or they'll just be filming stuff. Um, to send to their clients, and the amount of the amount of uh, emotional and psychological security that having someone who already has a job that will persist regardless is a massive. I can't imagine how frustrating or bewildering it would be to have the only income being relied yeah. upon. Yeah, something that you can't do anymore. Yeah, um, and it, you don't know when you're going to be able to do it again, right? If you own a re- like, if you work at a restaurant or something like that, it's yeah, just like, yeah, who knows. Yeah, it's um, it's really hard, and like, it really is interesting because, like, what's been shut down. Like, is this weird divide? Like, um, it's not, it's not like a class divide. Like normally yeah. these things, it's like the rich people get to keep going. Like, yeah, like yeah. mine's like a white collar job, so like, yeah, yeah I and get, generally that I get paid true. more yeah. and I'm still able to work. But, like, it's the people at the supermarkets that have been given heaps of extra hours and shifts. And, like, yeah. absolutely, full credit. <laughs> like, they're on, yeah. amazing. Yeah, they're they're totally working so hard right the now. Money they deserve hazard yeah. pay, to be honest. But, like, those kinds of jobs, which are more blue-collar jobs, mm. less highly paid, are all still persisting. Yeah, delivery sure people. Delivery whatever, people yeah. will, like, once takeaways come back, there's going to be heaps of delivery people, cleaners. But, like, yeah, um people like yourself, which is like, you're, you're casualized, but it's more of a middle tier position. Like you have a bachelor's degree, um, you yeah. have training, the, uh, the you're industry doing more training and it's like, no, your industry's gone. Industry, yeah. Sports, yeah. like I said. Well, I mean, yeah, gym. so like physiotherapy or something, you know, and, like it's not. <laughs> and like personal trainers in gym, right? Yeah. Like that's a huge thing. Well, we can hope. I've never met a personal trainer who's not. <laughs> It's just a bad. little bit weird. They're not all bad. They're just a little bit odd, aren't they? I think yeah. you need to have this confidence in yourself. You have a certain yourself. energy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Shall we do... Shall we finish with like a shining light? Best the, thing the, of quarantine the, day one? The, the final wrap. Well, I was going to quickly summarize what I did, which was... Oh, right, yeah. Sorted all the game situation out. And then and then now we're recording a podcast. That was no, no, I was in yoga, yoga, made, do yoga, you, always do yoga. Made lunch and made you some made lunch, dinner. made some dinner. I think that's the that's the biggest thing to do. I was in the school, and then the SSO who told me was like, "Yeah, my my daughter's worried because she can't order food," and it's like, "Yeah, you need to learn how to cook." Sorry, yeah, that's we how have it goes. To do a lot of cooking now. Well, I make you. I mean, we cook a lot anyway. So I say, uh, I'm the good. breadwinner now. You're not at work. Get in the we're kitchen. We're pretty. Pretty good position. Oh, I woke well, you up. You were always the breadwinner. <laughs> it's not really a new. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't yell at you to get in the kitchen as yeah. much because you were always. I mean, also I was already in the kitchen usually when you were yelling at me because I could. Yeah. And then I yeah. woke up, I had coffee. Oh, the coffee worked. was good actually. Mm-hmm. I'm playing The Sims 4 at the moment. That's quite nice. They can go outside. You watch them. They can go on vacation. I've been taking my Sims on vacation. We really just needed to order an Oculus Rift so we could go outside. You know someone is going to make a Sims mod, a coronavirus mod for Sims. Yeah, you got it. If they haven't already. 
And then Darth Maul will show up in that inexplicably as well. Because I was watching you play Sims the other day and Darth Maul just showed up. Yeah, I read this really long... This is completely off topic. I read this really To change... Let's just do a Paul Blart segue turn style. I read a really long explainer on why Darth Maul was a really good representation of a disabled villain. Wait, huh? He's a villain who happens to be disabled... Um, oh, he, he has legs. the prosthesis and like they address that a bit and they address like he has different skills because of his prosthesis yeah. but it's not the classic Disney like oh, I'm evil and twisted and ugly and that's why I'm yeah. angry and a villain he's just yeah. like that's, an angry villain yeah. and his motivation like is to like get back at the person who defeated him in battle not like the person who made him disabled he's like oh no yeah, he, he has an objection because yeah. he outplayed him like not yeah. Anyway. That's interesting. Yeah, because obviously everyone knows Darth, Darth Maul, Maul. A villain From with Star spider Wars. legs. Star Wars Darth Maul. Um, he's chopped in half in one of the films. Spoiler alert for a 20-year-old film. Um, and then he's back later on in a cartoon. So I... With spider legs. Or that. regular legs. Or if in Solo a Star Wars story, a Star Wars slow, this solo. This is not going to be a Star Wars podcast. No, it's not a Star Wars podcast, but um, right. you brought up Darth Maul. So. I didn't. You brought up The Sims, which is inexplicably, inextricably no, linked not, to Darth really Maul. Not. He's in it. Is he? Yeah. Is he you showed me. There was a Zabrak. You showed a Zabrak in your... Yeah, that's not... Wow, racist. You think all of that race are Darth Maul? There's different Zabraks. It looked exactly like Darth Maul. Zabrakai. It wasn't just a random Zabrak. The plural Zabrak. of Zabrak is Zabrakai. Pretty sure it's a Zabrak. Alright. Day one down. Day two is dawning. Yeah, and I'm a grandpa, so I need to go to bed. It's like 9.40 already. Jeez. We successfully beat day one of quarantine. What do you want to say about that? Get wrecked. Quarantine. 